Are y'all ready? Yeah. All right. Let's get in this. And I'm not going to be long. But y'all, I got to finish up on what will make. And we've been talking about this, y'all. What will make somebody taste all of this, feel all that we feel right now? Turn me down a little bit. And y'all, and leave God. You know, it's a lot of people that have left God, have left the church. I know pastors and preachers that have left the ministry. How many of you have ever been to a beautiful wedding? How many of you have ever been to a beautiful wedding? I have. How many of you have been to a beautiful wedding and then found out that the people got divorced? You'd be like, man, that was a beautiful wedding. What will make them? What happened? You ever wonder what happened? You go to a pretty beautiful wedding and then you find out they're not together no more. You go, first thing you go, I mean, that's kind of what people ask. What happened? Because obviously something had to happen to make somebody leave what was a beautiful wedding and a beautiful marriage. So sometimes we, oh, he, he, she called him cheating. And everybody's going, oh, okay, oh, okay. She was cheating, oh, okay. She got strung out on crack and he just couldn't take them, oh, okay. Something, everybody say something happened. And do you know, I see you, Cecile. Do you know you can be saved? Gloriously saved? Have had experiences like you had in here? Felt the anointing? Like y'all, I'm telling you, the power of God saw on me, and I touched this young man, like, bro, hold your hand up. Hold your hand up. See, like, brothers like that, they don't, they don't do no courtesy falls and faith. Like, we don't, brothers don't do that. How many of y'all know brothers don't do that? That brother fell instantly. Y'all, I wasn't pushing people down, I was just touching them. And y'all, the power of God was so heavy on me. But you know people can experience that kind of power and still leave the church? I'm not talking about necessarily the local church. Leave the church. Leave God. Do you know people can have all kinds of miracles? Bonafide miracles. You, you ever had a bonafide miracle, Sister Natalie? Do you know people can get bona fide miracles and still leave God and leave the church? Leave God. Can you imagine Judas? You know, Judas was there when he walked on water. You know that? Judas was there when he raised Lazarus from the dead. Judas was one of the 12, because they had 12 best, right? Judas, was, he saw the fish multiplying in their hands. And he walked away from Jesus. What happened? What happened? So y'all, I promise you, I didn't intend to, to go hard in the paint today. I was just like, we just come back from Cajun, just got back from Jamaica. I was just gonna go like, hey y'all, three points, you know, hoop it out, and let's go home. But the Lord said no. That's why he came in today. He said no, you talk to them one more time about staying with me. Now y'all, as Jesus gets ready to come back and as the rapture approaches, y'all, the devil 
is going to be getting everybody off their post that he can get off, getting everybody out the church that he can get out, taking everybody away from God that he can take away. Now that's the facts. And we know that we're in the end times. So if you have your Bibles, let's go real quickly. My God. Thank y'all musicians. Mm. And we're talking about part two. What will make a man depart from the faith? What will make a man or woman leave God? I mean, what's wrong with God? You know, in our lifetime, um, and this is the only, I guess, person my wife don't really remind me of referring to, I don't think. But it was just a staple, you know. Haley Berry was like the beautiful girl in our time, you know. My granddad's time was probably Lena Horne or somebody. But you know, I think Haley Berry been married with three or four times. And you go like, what, ha what happened? Why these dudes won't stay with her? Beautiful. So we think about God. He loves us. He's benevolent. He blesses us. If you stay with God, you have everything made. Somebody say amen. amen. What will make a man or woman leave God? The Bible is very clear. Not in my notes, Dasani, but you can get there real quickly because you're pretty fast. Acts chapter 20, verse 24. If y'all have it in the NLT, I love it in the NLT, but if you don't, don't worry because I didn't send it earlier. Can I tell you my heart's desire is in this scripture right here? This is my heart's desire. I pray that for every mature Christian in here, that this is your heart's desire. Baby Christians, I hope you get here. I hope you get here. In NLT, but my life is worth nothing to me unless I use it for finishing the work assigned me by the Lord, Jesus. The work of telling others the good news and about the wonderful grace of God. My life is worth nothing. That's how I feel. Now other people, you got other things that you want to do and other things that you think is going to bring worth to your life. If I can just get a million dollars, if I can just get a business, if I can just get married, if I can just get a husband, I can just get a wife, if I can just have a baby, whatever it is. But I'm going to tell you, my life is worth nothing unless I use it for doing the work assigned me by the Lord Jesus. The work of telling others the good news and the wonderful kindness and love. That is my heart's desire. And y'all, I've, I've had all the other stuff, big house, Mercedes Benz, Mercedes Benz, Mercedes. Y'all, that don't mean nothing. Travel, all kind of stuff, met all kind of people, done all kind of stuff. Reached almost every one of my goals. You know those little goals that you have? 
when you were younger and 20 and, and all of that? Y'all, but my life is, is worth nothing unless I can finish the work that God has for me. Now, there's a lot of people that start off in Christianity who say they want to do something for God, they want to finish God. And y'all, I'm going to tell you, if you're in here, you were created for God. You were created to do a work that he's assigned you to do on the earth. Most people never get to it. Most people in the church never get to it. Most Christians never get to it because we're always trying to fill our life by doing something else. We feel like we have fulfillment doing something else. And people who work hard, tirelessly, at a bunch of other stuff, you ask them to work for two hours in the church, they're like, oh God. Too much. They want too much. But when it's getting their own aspiration, people to drive from here to California to go get some cheap bundles, to come back and sell, to get $5 on a bundle. Y'all, people do all kind of stuff. I want to humbly thank God. I got born again at six. Started preaching the gospel at 13. I'm 53. For 40 years, I've been working on this assignment. And I haven't stopped. Don't plan on stopping. Yet and still, I don't judge those that have harshly that didn't finish, that turned away, that left the church universal and local. I was sharing with some new members this, this morning about the uniqueness of our church and how you can come over here and get a sign, wonder, miracle. We shared your story, Cecile, wave your hand. Those of y'all who heard me talk about the deaf girl, raise your hand, look around so they, they can look at you. Yeah, deaf in the left ear. Do you hear in your left ear still? Yeah, still you. Still use it. Okay. So, y'all, so we get miracles over here. And I told them that there's a little green book. How many of y'all know there's a green book in there for you? How many of y'all still need to write some stuff in the green book? Let me see. Go ahead and write some stuff in there. But there's a green book about all the miracles that happen to people. And this is what I told them, Israel. I said, and I laughed, and I said, and you know, some of the stories you're going to read, those people don't go here anymore. <laughs> but they still got a miracle. verifiable miracle that they wrote. We didn't write it and put their name on it. What will make a man or woman depart from the faith? And a lot of them people left the church, left our church, but then they left the church. They don't go anywhere. Isn't that odd? Don't y'all think that's strange? Like, if you met somebody that got divorced, you went to the glorious wedding and it was beautiful, and you saw them they got divorced, and then you ask them what happened, and they tell you absolutely nothing. He was the most wonderful man in the world. Would you think that was strange? Well, bro, what happened? Man, she's the best wife in the world. Well, what was wrong with you? I was good, too. 
Well, what happened? Do y'all understand what I'm saying? Let's go to our scripture. I can only read one scripture probably. Hmm. Oh God. First Timothy 4. Y'all, that's, mark that scripture down. That's my, that's my verse. That's my life. Should, I hope it becomes yours. I hope it becomes. I know it's not, I know it's not for many of y'all yet. But I hope that scripture becomes your meaning for waking up every day. You know, this life is short. I heard King Moore, he was preaching the same message I'm preaching now about departing from the faith. And he was talking about it. He said, you know, this life is short. Y'all, in a minute, it's going to be over. In a minute, this whole life is going to be over. In a minute, this whole life is going to be over. And you don't put all that work in overtime in for that little stinky job so you can drive that little stinky piece of car so you can do all that stuff. And it ain't going to matter nothing because only what you do for Christ will last. That's going to last for eternity. Do you understand this life is going to be over really quickly? I hope you don't sell your soul for the Tootsie Roll. First Timothy. Ooh, this is so good already. You know why it's good? Because the anointing is already here. I ain't got to do no heavy lifting. Look at 4.1. It says, but the Holy Spirit speaks distinctly and expressly declares that in latter times some will depart from the faith. Some will turn away from the faith. And some will turn away from the local church. From a good church. Some people are going to leave it. Giving attention to deluding and seducing Spirits. Spirits, number one, that delude the truth. Here it is. Takes the potency. When you delude something, you take the potency out of it. You know, there's a lot of churches now. What, what they're saying? I mean, it's true, but it's. How many of y'all so poor you had to drink powdered milk any any time? Powdered milk? Powdered milk. Oh, God. Oh, God. Powdered milk is so nasty. You know why? Because it's just a little milk. You be trying to get more milk in it, but it's just diluted. It's not, it's watery. It tastes like water with flour in it or something. It's not good because it's diluted. Oh, watch this. Some of y'all like soda. Some of y'all like Coca-Cola, Sprite, or something like that. And then you put the, co- the Coke or the soda in a cup, and you put it in there with ice. And then you come back, and the ice is melted. Now, does that soda taste good? No, it's diluted. And what he said is, people are going to leave the faith. They're going to leave the church in the last times. Put it in the MC if you can. They're going to leave the church in the last times because they're going to, these spirits are going to delude the truth. 
It'll be some truth, but it's all the way diluted. And y'all, it's so funny. We were in Jamaica this week. And uh, so when you go to these resorts, I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you what people do at these resorts, especially the, the high-ends, we the sandals and stuff. Y'all, all they do is drink all day. That's all they do. They drink. I'm talking, when you wake up in the morning, you go to breakfast, would you like a mimosa? Like, they get you started early on the drinking. Right? I, I, and then you have a bar in your, in your room. Everybody has a bar full of whatever, rum, Jack Daniels, whiskey. I mean, just full up. And I told the Lord, I said, I'm so glad I wasn't an alcoholic. I would have a problem. And I'm so glad I'm not, I'm not a weedaholic either. Because I had like 20 times to buy some weed. Like everybody, like, you want some Jamaicans? Boy, they be smoking weed over there. So they kept bringing us, you know, beer and wine and stuff. So my wife just finally said, you know, we have a church, you know, my husband's a pastor, we're pastors, and we don't drink. Do you know what they told us? Huh? The girl said, we have plenty of pastors here, and they all drink. I say, we know. We're going to be one of the ones that don't drink. Somebody say amen to that. Deluded. Deluded. <laughs> I ain't get too many amens on that. You ought, you ought to praise God. You got a pastor and a first lady. Come on, somebody. And I took the boat, cast it across to another island. It's just right there, you know, it's like right there. They have these little, you know, islands you can go to and uh, go get some jerk chicken and stuff like that, you know. But I ain't eat no meat. But I did, you know, I had some jerk fish or something. Yeah, it was good. And so at the jerk shack, whatever. And so, yeah. And so there's like, yeah, now we can walk you over to the other beach right behind this. Right behind, yeah. How, how long did it take you? Oh, about a minute. Okay, let's go. You got to take all your clothes off if you go over there, though. That's the new beach. But I'm a pastor. Oh, we know plenty of... <laughs> Deluding. <laughs> Aren't you glad you had a pastor that didn't want to go see the new beach? Aren't you glad you got a first lady that didn't just want to go see? Because, y'all, we could have smoked some weed, drank some rum, went to New Beach. Y'all would have never known it. See, their spirits, they always trying to seduce you. Dilute the truth. There's people watching that. Well, what's wrong with that? My wife, she used to walk with a lady. Supposed to be a Christian. Older lady, older lady, older than her. Supposed to be giving her wisdom and stuff. And supporting her business and stuff. And they was walking, walking, walking. And she was like, yeah, so we went, we went to the topless beach. She was like, 
Thomas, man, I thought you was a Christian. Think go to Lakewood, some some one of them church. Anyway, and she's like, what? She's like, what? And this ain't no bash on Lakewood, because I got members to go to my church. Somebody say amen. Mm-hmm. And my wife said, you went to a topless beach? What are we talking about? She said, oh, Regina, you're, too, you're just an old soul. No, we're something called righteous. Somebody say amen. We're something called delivered. Yeah, we delivered. Well, at least my wife is. I'm still getting delivered. That's what she said. <laughs> but see, there's these spirits, though. And I thank God I didn't have a weed problem. Because, y'all, you know, sometimes you'll be one of the best slide. And I could have just got me some wacky weed from that dude. And just went and smoked, man. Tell somebody you can be delivered. People will depart from the faith, giving attention to deluding and seducing spirits and doctrines that demons teach. When a pastor teaches congregation, it's all right to do this or that. It's all right to do that and this. It's all right as long as, and as long as this and that, and as long as you ask for forgiveness, as long as you do this and that. And y'all, a lot of that's true, and definitely for baby Christians, amen? Babies poop their diaper all the time, right? But y'all, we don't condone it. We just change the diaper. Somebody say amen. amen. Yeah, we don't leave the baby in the dirty diaper, though, right? That's wrong, right? Right. And in a minute, we're going to teach them how to go to the party. Somebody say amen. amen. So we're not going to try to make the baby feel good because they poop themselves. Somebody say amen. amen. We're going to change the diaper. We're going to walk and forget We're going to teach them how to overcome, get back up again. But y'all, at the same time, how many of y'all know we're never going to teach a doctrine that you can smoke weed, you can go to a new bee, you can drink, you can do all this stuff and sleep around before you get married? We're never going to teach nobody that, even though people may come here with those problems. Because that's what grace and truth is for, right? But people are going to leave the faith, and y'all, people are leaving the faith, they leaving the church, universal, and they leaving the local church, they leaving the local church, and the universal church in droves. <coughs> 2020, during COVID. Now y'all, COVID was a lot of stuff. We're not gonna get into that. We talked about it a lot. You can go back and listen to our stuff. You, some, some of the stuff they pulled down on YouTube, but if you go back on the clock, you can go back and listen to a lot of that stuff that we talked about, all that stuff during that time. But one of the agendas, y'all, I know that, and I don't know if they started off like this, but I think, like, when everything was going on, it was like, oh, we can get to church. <laughs> and churches stayed closed down, y'all. Some for a year and a half, some for two years. Stayed closed down. And a lot of them churches can't get half their people back. So in the latter time, the end time, many people are going to depart from the faith. People left the local church 
and heaven came back because pastors started telling people, you are the church. All you got to do is stay home and watch us on YouTube and make sure you get your offering. And they lied to the people. And I heard them when they was lying. And I told my wife, I said, baby, if they telling them this this strong, when it's time to come back, what they going to tell them? When people want to be out on the beach and still stream because we ain't got to be in church no way. Thank God if you can't do nothing else, you can stream. But y'all, streaming don't bring you into fellowship. Streaming don't bring you into corporate worship. What happened this morning? Streaming don't bring you up here and I lay hands on you and give you a word of knowledge and prophesy your future. Streaming, come on somebody, don't produce a corporate anointing. And thank God for y'all that are streaming. But if you can get here, you need to get here. Somebody say... They lied to the people. And y'all, they did a job on the black church, black folks, because you know the white conservatives, they just, they kept going. They, they opened back up quick. But the black liberals shut down for two years. Beauty shops was open after two weeks. Walmart, H-E-B never closed. Planned Parenthood stayed open. Strip clubs stayed open. Never closed the liquor stores. Come on, somebody. And the church closed for two years. People left the church because the, the pastors was preaching doctrines of devils. You don't need the church. I thought we do need the church. If we ain't never need the church, where was coming from before, for come before COVID for? What y'all mean? Everybody say doctrines of demons. Later times, many turn from the faith, giving heed to deluding, seducing spirits and doctrines that demons teach through the hypocrisy and pretensions of liars whose consciences are seared. Their consciences are seared, cauterized, seared. <sighs> Y'all, we got people doing everything under the sun. And I don't mind saying it. We got a multi-cultural church, multi-race. But I'm going to tell you, and I'll tell you this, I don't care who's in here. The most moral people in this country used to be black people. Now the most moral people are Hispanic people. It's before the Hispanic immigration. I'm talking about back in the 40s and 50s. The most moral people are Hispanic people. Y'all, there are things I never thought I'd live to see African Americans do. You know, I retired from the school system and stuff. But y'all, I got one of the, the teachers at a school system far, far away in a galaxy far, far away. You don't know what it is, right? I got to say that. In a few minutes, I don't have to say it. But Three more days, I won't have to say that. Conscience seared, mama. Dude told me I was teaching a, a class for um, educators and stuff, and he, he stopped me after the class. He said, man, he said, stuff you were talking about was so true, man. You never know what students are going through. He said, I had a student, black. Say so he went to visit his dad, black. 
his dad had gotten into the homosexual lifestyle and he went over the weekend, spent time with his dad. His dad slept with his boyfriend, whatever, and then told the young boy, 16-year-old, now it's your turn to go in there and sleep with my boyfriend. Conscience is seared. Y'all, in the last days, without God, people are doing all kinds of stuff. They've left the church. People are doing all manner of stuff, y'all. People you see every day involved in all kinds of stuff on the dark web. Involved in all manner of evil. And that's why the devil wants God out of society. He wants God out of the school. He wants God out of the nation. He wants God out of the neighborhood. That's why he fought us so hard to get over in the fofo and to get this property. Because he don't want God over here. Because he knows God will affect the neighborhood. He'll affect the city. God will affect the schools. <laughs> what will make a person leave the faith? Seducing spirits. And then they, they lie. People start lying. Hypocrisy and pretension. They tell you they with you. They're not with you. They tell you they love God. They don't love God. They tell you they for this and that. They're not. And then when they get ready to leave the church, I've had so many of these conversations in the last three weeks. It's always something that don't even make no sense. I, I think I only had one good conversation. And I understood it. But y'all, everybody else, it's just some blah, blah, blah that don't even make sense. They're hypocrites and they're pretentious. And one person, the other day, I said, hey, bro, I, bro, I don't want to hear it. Listen, the reason you leaving is this, 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 that's fine. <laughs> Because you're not leaving the church, you're leaving God. Somebody say amen. amen. So we talked about this, and I'm done. I'm done, y'all. I'm so done. I asked God, I said, what is it that causes people to fall away? And you know, he told me what it was. It was this term, evil concupiscence. Let's go there. Go to Colossians 3 and 5, and I'm done. This is the last scripture. And it's a spirit. And it gets on people. This is what it says. I love it. What is this? Empty. It says, so kill, deaden, deprive of power, the evil desire lurking in your members. In every one of your members, as good and holy as y'all looking. Y'all looking so cute and holy, and y'all got your hair did. Brothers got their hair lined up, and we shaving, and we got our nice clothes on, all that stuff. Y'all, every last one of you got evil desire lurking in your members. <laughs> and so the Bible said you got to kill it. Those animal impulses. Oh, God. I'm just going to keep looking at the screen. I don't, I don't even look at nobody. Those animal impulses and all that earthly, earthly stuff in you that is employed in sin, sexual vice, impurity, sensual appetites, unholy desire. I was talking, one of my children, this is stuff on the internet, on YouTube, AMSR, whatever, 
Why, what's this? I, I love seeing stuff like this in the church because everybody sit there like, AMSR, ain't nobody ever heard of this, have you? <laughs> I love it. And people just making sounds on the microphone. Do you know people are into that, y'all? Y'all ain't seen this on YouTube. It only comes on my YouTube channel, right? Y'all, he said, and, and y'all, the internet now is tapping into every nuance, appetite that a person have. If you like to look at syrup dripping on feet, you can punch that into a porn and that's all they pull up. If you like to see people eat food and kiss, y'all, I see some of this, this is crazy. Evil concupiscence. Nephew, is this good? I got to stop this, though. Y'all got a few more minutes? Unholy desires. And y'all, I'm going to tell you, if you're trying to grow in God, that's the stuff, y'all. You, you got to deal with that stuff. You got to deal with that stuff. You on YouTube and social media looking at that weird stuff? Y'all, that's weird stuff. That's weird. And some of y'all are weird. <laughs> but you can be delivered from this stuff. You don't have to be bound by that stupid stuff. Because in your spirit, man, even though your flesh like it, your spirit, once you get born again, want to vomit. And you feel so bad because you gave into it one more time. Evil concupiscence. I asked God, I said, what is it? He told me this term. I never even knew what it was, but it's this. So who's going to do this? And we come to church, y'all. And see, this is the stuff that make people leave God. This is what make people leave the church or find a church that ain't right. You know, it's churches that are proving anything now. So people will leave a good church and go to that stuff. And the reason why is because of this stuff. Remember, they're seduced by these demons. And desires, right? So you got to kill. God's not going to do it. The Holy Ghost is not going to do it. We can come up here. I can lay hands on you and slap enough oil on you to fry two pounds of fish. Come on, somebody. But that's not going to do it. It said you got to kill the problem of power, the evil desire lurking in your members, those animal impulses that we all have. Everybody say amen. The animal impulses that we all have. Let me hear you say amen. Yeah, we all got them. And some of y'all wouldn't have made it in our cabin in, in Jamaica. Because you'd, you'd have drunk all the rum and all the gin and all the whatever. Because it's something that drives you to that. You ever been driven to sin? Nobody ever had, had the urge to do nothing. I can't hear nobody in here. Have you ever had an urge that just wouldn't get away? You tried, you couldn't get rid of it. Mm -hmm. That's what it's talking about. You got to kill dead and the desire lurking in your members, those animal impulses. Pastor, you're a pastor, first lady. You're, you're, yes. We 
got to kill them too. Somebody say amen. amen. All the earthly in you that is employed by sin, sexual vice, impurity, sensual appetites, unholy desires. <laughs> you want to sit on TikTok and YouTube and hear somebody lick a chocolate ice cream cone for two hours? Y'all, <laughs> that's unholy desire, y'all. I don't care how normally making it on, on these social media things. AMSR. They licking the thing and doing all this stuff. Yo, that's demonic. Y'all ain't seen this stuff, huh? Ain't nobody seen this. I'm the only person in the whole church bishop who know nothing about this. Because y'all don't have no YouTube. Y'all don't have TikTok. Y'all don't have nothing. Now, is that true? Everybody say no. Let me hear you say no, it ain't true. Y'all lying in church? Everybody say yes. Uh-huh. This is what causes people. Put it in the, uh, put it in the uh, King James. Y'all, I'm done. Y'all, the Holy Spirit done done some stuff in here already. I'm done. That word evil concupiscence, y'all. So my sister, you're going to love this. I got a revelation. Y'all, I get revelation wherever I go. So he's in Jamaica this week. That's what And um, Nikki, I've been to a lot of weddings, you know. I do a lot of weddings, and I've been to a lot of weddings. And they do these, uh, they do these line dances at these weddings. Y'all know about the line dances that they do at the weddings? And there's this one song that goes something like, Y'all ain't never heard that. Y'all ain't never heard that song, have you? <laughs> now, I always knew you can't pass it. There's something wrong with this. You can't get up. And then at schools, at schools even, like for reward stuff, they play this song. They do. And God already told me this song ain't right. But then you listen to the lyrics. Are they cussing? Are they overly sexual? No. It's called the Cupid Shuffle, right? Do you know the root word of concupiscence is Cupid? Look it up. Cupid is a demon. So every time you dance to the Cupid Shuffle, you're worshiping a demon. And when we was in Jamaica, I heard the song, come on. And the Lord said, I was just sitting there, y'all. We, I don't know what we was doing. We was on the beach or something. No, I was waiting for some food. And the Lord said, uh, you remember I told you evil concupiscence? He said, that's what's wrong with that song. Now I looked it up. And if you look up the etymology of the word concupiscence, the word Cupid is in there. Cupidity. <laughs> the stupidity of Christians who keep dancing to cupidity. What's wrong? Y'all think something wrong with everything. Because most stuff in the world is something wrong with it. 
the people in the world doing it. Evil people, weed smoking people, people that cheat on their wives, all that stuff. Why I'm doing it for? Oh, Pastor, hey, you, y'all too deep. That's okay. If this too deep, just keep coming. Somebody say amen. amen. We'll have some surface work messages for you. I'm just telling you what the Lord showed me. <laughs> it's inordinate affection. I ain't going to ask you how many times you done got shot by Cupid and ended up with, in the bed with a person you didn't like or did, didn't even find them attractive or when you woke up, you was like, oh my God. That was Cupid. Inordinate affection. Evil desires. And y'all, it's the number one reason people don't hang at, at a good church. Because they got stuff, bludgeon, they want to do Every time I come to church, that pastor, my life group people, they always looking in my eyes and trying to see what's going on and to asking me where you get. And for the record, we're not going to look in your eyes if you don't want us to look in your eyes. And we ain't going to ask you no question you don't want no question to be asked. Somebody say amen. amen. You can come to church, sit down, and just listen to the music, get some message, and go home. But anybody want to change? Come on, somebody. Amen. Anybody want to be delivered? Anybody want to grow in God? Somebody say amen. amen. We got that for you, too. But I'm going to tell you one more time. In this season right here, strap up, hold on real tight. Because everything that can be shaken away from the church is going to be shaken. Some of your relationships are going to be shaken. Some husbands and wives are going to be shaken. In this season right here. Because we don't have much time. Every head, every head bow, every eye closed.